0: We would like to thank you for listening to another edition of the Carolina WrestleManiacs podcast. I am Jake, no relation to the snake Roberts and joining me this time is not KJF. Um, he is busy with family matters. We would like to congratulate KJ on the birth of his first child. I'm not going to name the child going to respect that child's privacy for the moment. Um, but joining me, uh, Thank you very much for joining me, by the way, as a replacement host. Eric, the buzzsaw Goodman, a former Pick'em's champion.
1: Hello, hello. And I, this needs to be said, because people forget, the only successful defended champion in our Pickum's history. Yes, becomes- this
0: is true. And I must say, we'll, we'll get into all the Pick'em stuff later, but I must say it's going to be very hard for Pixel to defend his championship, on account of he is defending it in our first ever fatal four-way, so it'll be very interesting to see how that turns out. But right now we are previewing All Out 2022, and you know there are a lot of people. You're. Your mileage may vary on it, but people try to say, "Ah, oh, don't don't worry too much about the backstage stuff, you know. Just just focus on the wrestling and the stories." But the thing about AEW, and especially with this pay-per-view cycle, the backstage stuff is the only story, really, because right now it's a soap opera in AEW, um, and really just too many to name. I guess we'll just have to go through them. Uh, through the card itself, which I've just got pulled up here, um. But yeah, it's really, it's really um, a very strange time for this company. Eric, your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. It's probably the lowest in fan morale of this company since it's been created. I'm at a point.
0: Where- I, I would say m- maybe the maybe the pandemic was probably where. But but that's but yeah I I would say yeah. I would say since co- since coming back in front of crowds I'd say the paradigm has definitely shifted from a year ago definitely. when at all out you had CM Punk's return the debuts of Daniel Bryan and uh, Bryan Danielson Adam Cole yeah. it 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 really seemed like that th- that things had swung in their favor and I think a combination of like backstage news breaking out and also. The fact that Triple H has now officially replaced Vince McMahon as king of WWE, there has been a goodwill shift in that direction. As we speak, uh, Clash of the Castles main event is going on. Um, Oh, look, Roman's looking around in in the side area.
1: I forgot to put that on. Um, Okay, let me ask you real quick. What have you been watching since about 12 o'clock today? What has it been Clash this whole time?
0: No, I was watching UNC Appalachian State. That is
1: the correct answer. So this is actually a (laughs) perfect time for us two specifically to be together. Because KJ isn't here, by the way. Congratulations to KJ. I didn't get a chance to say that yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But us two, I think we need to officially, after last night's big upset, we officially debut our tag team name as the Sunbelt Boys. Because we both represent <laughs> the rising <laughs> phoenix of the Sun Belt Conference here in the uh, Carolinas yeah. WrestleMania x with OD hell yeah, Tech last night, the arch uh, nemesis, and JMU uh, starting out strong tonight uh, in FBS. I love that. So yeah, I'm all hell on the yeah. See so, yeah, that was hell a nice yeah. answer. Um, all right, I, the I'm, I'm salty though because oh,
0: I'm an app. I'm an app state guy, so it's... that was
1: a good game at the end. You gotta give them credit; they did well. On t- other than the two point conversions, they did a really good job. Yeah, really good. yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, gotta gotta get better on defense, though. But uh, we'll see about that. But yeah, so back to real sports, not that fake football <laughs> crap. Yeah, yeah, of course. We we have all out and you know despite all the chaos it's definitely looking like a promising card overstuffed I will oh, s- like yeah. yeah I I I thought they did it so right with Forbidden Door cuz they were and able they to finish added before another midnight
1: match last night I don't know if you saw yes. that they had another Yes match. I did that was
0: crazy. We so now so now we've got four matches on this pre-show. Let's just go through them. Okay. We've got Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Eddie was originally slotted to face Sammy Guevara, but that was one of the big fault like shindigs that happened backstage. Yes. <laughs> this 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 honestly is pretty low on the totem pole since it seems like Sammy and Eddie were both adults on it and just made peace. Yeah.
1: By the I, way, crazy, right? Did anyone uh, take Sammy Guevara's side either in the locker room or as a fan? Did anyone not take Eddie Kingston's side during all that? I I think I was the only one. Wow. I I don't the, say anything, so yeah. don't be like that. You can't be like that. Uh, no, I mean it's just I like
0: I, I, I didn't take either side. I could understand both, but at the same time oh, as see. Eddie said in his tweet, you know, Sammy is the victim in the eye of the law.
1: Yeah. No, just I, just saying. I agree with a suspension and I agree that Eddie was technically in the wrong, but he also deserved to get pie faced after all that happened from what we've heard. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's Sam def- Sammy Guevara is not a very sympathetic figure a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, so definitely. I can definitely understand. But anyway, so instead Eddie is gonna wrestle a a rematch with Ishii from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep. It should be a real slobber knocker. I'm sure Eddie will get his win back.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, they met at, what was it, DC a couple months ago for one of yes. those strong shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't get to see that match. So I'm actually excited to see this one. So I'm assuming it's going to be basically the same match. But think uh, King, so we'll get this mm-hmm. one back, definitely. Yeah. And now we have the inaugural
0: All-Atlantic Champion pac facing yep. off against a returning Kip Sabian. Uh, Pac, of course, has been on an international tour now, you know, making use of the belt's gimmick. And Kip Sabian, he's been cleared to wrestle for a while, but he's been doing a gimmick where he's been sitting on the sidelines with a box. I really don't know what to make of it, but I'm sure the match will be fine. It'll be good, even.
1: Oh, the actual action will be great. Um, Yeah, I guess this is. there's going to be a lot of 50-50 matches. I kind of... I had to sleep on some matches for these pickups. We'll talk about it later in the show, but it really depends on how they want to use this All Atlantic title. Where do they want to increase the prestige and have Kit Pack winning it, or do they want mm-hmm. Pack to drop it to so stay in Dynamite? They have Kit yeah. travel around Europe with it. So it's I yeah, this is a fifty-fifty for me. And whoever wins it will be out in Europe traveling about while not on Dynamite.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, another championship match on the line of the pre-show. We have Hook defending his FTW title against Angelo Parker of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, you know, it's going to be another showcase match for Hook. Definitely, uh, one of the better opponents he's had because he's, he's, he's definitely been facing a lot of, you know, indie jobbers and whatnot, but this is going to be a, hopefully a real test to see what he's capable of in ring. Um, obviously the 2.0 guys, you know, they're not going to face because they're a tag team they're, they're not gonna like be hurt too bad by putting hook, hook over in a
1: simple fashion you uh stepped on my joke there i would say this is also one of those 50 50 matches that i want to sleep on but i'm not gonna i'm gonna joke <laughs> <laughs> no um uh de- this defi- i can't i keep st- <laughs> oh, this is definitely ahead, a, but uh, there's definitely a hook win and for the three people that saw my solo rampage thread a couple weeks ago they will notice that this should be the best rivalry of all time if they play their cards (laughs) right. So we'll see. I assume Hook wins this. If they want to be great, Mm -hmm. they'll have it move on to Magic Matt Menard for what should be the greatest Rampage match of all time in five weeks when they pull that trigger and have Hook beat him as well.
0: And finally, uh, I assume it's the main event of the pre-show, the Jericho Appreciation Society, again represented by the newly married Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello, um, defending the AAA World Mixed Tag Team Championships to Ruby Soho and Ortiz, who defeated them just last night. This will be their third match in, like, 11 days.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, This is a... I I don't know why this match is happening. So I assume it's... Go ahead. I, the best
0: I can assume is that it's kind of a make good for triple A. It's like, Hey, we'll put your belts on and stuff. And I, that's, or, or it's just to give Sammy something to do.
1: That was my guess. It's we can't have you face any the pay-per-view and we literally can't think of anything else. So let's do this rematch angle and just have an excuse mm-hmm. to have a best of three at the pre-show. That's the only thing I can think of.
0: Yeah. Or just a potty break, but if in that case, just put it on the main card. Then nah, if you need a no,
1: no, please put this on the pre-show because there's a good chance I won't be able to see it, and I don't mind not watching this match. So please put it on the. All break, right,
0: yeah. so moving on to the main card, we have some real divas filler crap: Brian Danielson versus Chris <laughs> <Wow>. Jericho. <Ugh. laughs> uh, only in it for the eye candy, I guess. Yeah,
1: the popcorn throwing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Before we move on, are you still watching Flash? Because what the hell is happening at the end of the show? Oh
0: wait, what?
1: Oh okay. So I guess. Oh, is that
0: Tyson Fury? Yeah.
1: So and... solo whatever. Solo means,
0: Solo Siaka. He
1: debuted. Oh. some a title. And then Tyson. I'm more, I'm seeing this all on mute. By the way. So I guess Tyson yeah. came out to save him. But yeah, this post uh, thing. Uh, and I guess. Oh, minutes. I
0: guess it was Lolo Roman wins.
1: Yes. Yeah. All
0: right. I'll have to. <laughs> I'll have to adjust the pickums later. Okay. Um, so anyway, back to good wrestling. <laughs> um, Chris Jericho's a good wrestler. Sometimes we forget that because he's really annoying a lot of the time, but sometimes he'll just flip on the switch. A few weeks ago, he returned to the Lionheart Chris Jericho and had a belter of a match with John Moxley. Mm-hmm. And so the feud between the Blackpool Combat Club and the... Jericho Appreciation Society I think might culminate here With Daniel Jericho. They Jericho like, These two factions have been going on and off Forever Brian had his injury at the Anarchy In the Arena This will probably be his chance to get revenge And both stables can move on
1: Yeah, so um, To give you context of what I was going through I haven't spent my picks yet But I've been going through them yesterday I mm-hmm. orgasm in terms of like confidence So I can better like figure out who i want to win so i have um the matches set from i guess for the pickings one to ten and uh i only had three or four of those matches to be like actually confidently oh i know the winner of this and then it was the middle Mm -hmm. of oh i'll pick this but i don't feel good about it and then the last three that i'll say later i still don't know the answer and like i still haven't picked yet which is why i haven't submitted and this jericho Mm -hmm. danielson match Is one of those three matches where I still don't know
0: because Uh,
1: going into it, I just kept thinking, "Oh yeah, it's Danielson. He's the bigger star. He should win. He needs to like stay on top." But this whole Danny Garcia thing is legitimately throwing me for a loop, and I gotta give. Oh yeah, I
0: forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Like actual storyline. So yeah,
1: I gotta (laughs) give Tony Khan credit in terms of he's unmeta this match so much because we keep expecting a swerve so we keep saying like oh they're clearly doing this which means the opposite's going to happen so this means this person's going to win but they've set it up so you don't know which like you legitimately don't know which way Danny garcia is going to sway for this pay-per-view match and do you know what matches advertised for uh wednesday's dynamite Oh uh, what? Uh the rematch for the Pure Championship. It starts Oh yes, Wheeler Yuta versus, Udo Udo versus Udo. Daniel Garcia. So I can legitimately yeah. also see does Garcia turn against Brian in this match to set up him potentially winning and bringing the Pure Championship to the Sports Entertainment faction? or does he mm. turn against Jericho and then they fight as like a I respect you match? And that's Garcia's initiation to the Blackpool Combat Club, and him winning the title that way. And I legitimately the don't know that, which of those two is more likely going to happen.
0: Yeah, but i the only thing that keeps me wondering is that uh, Garcia joining the Blackpool Combat Club, on paper it's very much uh, no-duh fitting, but at the same time with Wheeler Yuta also in there, the role of, like, you know young prospect being trained by them is you know kind of redundant but i guess they they're not they're not really too concerned about that unless because, they become
1: know, like the young man tag team and go into the tag division together and they become like one yeah man.
0: so that's something
1: okay let's say it this way um do you not see garcia joining the combat club if he does turn face inside with uh, Brian danielson
0: no, I see him joining. Okay. I see him joining because
1: no matter what side he goes, he's gonna he's gotta be in the stable. So I was like, maybe yeah, likely he sides with Jericho so he can stay in the uh, JAS. You know, I'll 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 just say that just for record keeping. I'll say Jericho wins and Garcia stays with them because I okay. I like him being in that group more than Garcia being in the Combat Club and having Sammy Guevara like hold that spot in the Jericho Appreciation mm. Society because I think. The problem is, I think Khan likes Sammy Guevara now more than everyone else. So I don't mm, know yeah. if he's gonna put Guevara in a higher spot than what people want to see him as. So I feel like Garcia mm-hmm. helps wash down Guevara being in that stable more if he's in there with them.
0: Maybe, yeah. So 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 you're making it official. You're picking Chris Jericho. I guess at this match. Yeah, but I don't feel good because, about because, because 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 th- that would make you the only person in this. <laughs> List of people. All right, I'm officially
1: picking to- Chris oh. Jericho. Then I won't be that person. I'll be that person. Okay.
0: Well, you're braver than I. Okay. Um, and next we have another backstage hoo boy going on here. Thunder Rosa was yeah. the AEW Women's Champion, and then stories broke out about her being bad backstage and having a feud with Britt ba- Brit Baker and Jamie Hader hiding in the bathroom. And now she's injured and, Oh boy. And, and people are having a big uh, kerfuffle about what Tony Khan said on the media call regarding women's wrestling and draws. And I, I didn't read that full quote. I'm it's all exhausted. I'm so exhausted by everything to do with AEW and women. Yeah.
1: I don't even fully know what you're talking about, but I don't want to know because I feel like I've gotten to a point where I don't want to get in those depths anymore and have to deal with all that. I,
0: it's it's such a it's such a it is such a goddamn shitstorm of discourse. You know, yeah. does Tony Khan not value women's wrestling? Are the fans to blame? You know, does it even matter? You know how much women's wrestling is on the show and blah blah
1: blah 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 blah. blah. Anyway, this should be a good match. Oh yeah, the match itself would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have, by the way? I know previous shows of this. Do we have like all the championship match picks to set the stage for all these matches, or are they not all submitted yet? Um.
0: Oh yeah, they're yeah. We 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 have a few. Do you want me to pull them up? Ask me yeah, which one you like you have for the title match. Yeah, if
1: you have all four of the competitors. Okay. Yeah, if you want to see if anyone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Feature the matches. Go ahead.
0: Okay, yeah. So in terms of the Yeah, in terms of the women's championship, I Tony Storm is the overwhelming favorite right. in these Pick'ems yeah. and I think all four of the our championship participants for the Pick'ems have Tony.
1: Okay. Okay, so um yeah, going into this before the Thunder Rosa thing, if it was just Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. I think that would have been the consensus. Tony Storm all down the board. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been the obvious conclusion. Now with this, well, if you
0: be- <laughs> if you believe in that wicked Dave Meltzer, that was the plan. yes. well, yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, now that this fatal four ways in there with the key, that's an interim. It's like there is a positive to interims is that you can kind of just put anyone in there. It's like the championship scramble, if you remember those matches. Yeah.
0: Yes. Now, no,
1: but now here's it, the thing. Bri- it, any- Brian Kendrick was an interim WWE champion in the championship scramble, so you can kind of pick anyone, and it's not official, so that's kind of the magic. But
0: th- that's the thing, though. In theory, you could pick anyone, but in this match you can't because two of the participants are Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, and then you have to deal with the – can of worms for when thunder rosa comes back are they going to be able to although maybe maybe things will smooth over by then and they then they can just use that intrigue for heat yeah um but i don't know and then hikaru shida i love hikaru shida clearly Con- tony khan though does not because she's barely ever on tv yeah, i'm
1: a little bummed about that do we know how long thunder Rosa is gonna be out though
0: i don't because no.
1: never i mean you can always someone can win this belt and then lose a defense before they fight Thunder Rosa. So Britt Baker yeah, theoretically that, wins I and know, then loses that, someone else before Rosa. See, is ready. see,
0: but the, the thing is, is that a lot of people already feel like interim titles um, diminish the value of the real thing. I don't Those necessarily are just agree for with that. To
1: complain? Yeah, I'm not on board with that either.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I, 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 can't help but think of the optics of having like the. The interim title also being diminished, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm bringing all this up because the Fatal Four Way concept and the fact that Sheeta and Tony Storm won their tag match on Wednesday, it's really throwing me off in terms of is Tony Storm as obvious as it should be. And this is one of like my mid matches where like I'll pick Tony Storm, but I really don't feel good about it, where I feel like storm Britt baker or hater could all like easily win this knowing that it's just an interrupt title and stuff can happen before the thunderous mm-hmm. match. So I'll pick Tony Storm, yeah. but I'm not going to be surprised if any of the other two win that as like it seems like other people would be.
0: Mhm. Uh next we have uh, first of 3 trios matches on this show.
1: Is that too many trios? Two, I wouldn't have a problem with, but yeah, three's kind of pushing it. But yeah, three's
0: Mm -hmm. pushing it. I'll say. But hey, I guess they're going all out. Oh, I'm not accepting Um, go ahead. (laughs) Yes, so we have the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus the Redeemer, Miro, and the team of Darby Allen and Sting. Um, you know. It should be good. Uh, depending on how hurt Malachi is,
1: right? Yeah. So, I'd, do, I'd, what is it? It's a match because I didn't know much about the injury situation. Oh,
0: yeah. Apparently, Malachi is working with a really bad injury, oh, okay. and he's he's unhappy well, yeah, in AEW. He probably yeah. and, and that he might want to just like take a leave of absence from wrestling. It's all very murky. I'm not. I don't want right. to speak too into that. But, yeah, it's 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 obvious that the House of Black aren't what they could be. Yeah. And so I feel like they need a win here.
1: Oh, wow. So, well, first I was going to say, there's too many matches on this card. So we'll see how long mm-hmm. the actual show is. Maybe these matches will be kind of short so it doesn't take up too much time. But I will credit WWE, especially SmackDown, to an extent in terms of... They did a good job of, they have their pay-per-view card, and then if mm-hmm. there's another important match, they'll put that on the SmackDown before so that can have, like, its own limelight, not on the pay-per-view. And at the same time, yeah. it doesn't clutter up the pay-per-view. And this would have been yeah. the perfect match to put on the Wednesday on Dynamite before the pay-per-view mm-hmm. so it can have its own shine and have the star power of Nero Sting, and mm-hmm. everyone in here without... It being a 15-match on the pay-per-view card.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that being said, I was thinking the opposite of Miro hasn't mm-hmm. done that much since he's come back. Like, he's he won a squash match against someone. i uh, say so he won that qualifying match for a uh, forbidden mm-hmm. door. And, and after that forbidden door match, he's done nothing other than do a couple backstage promos. So they really need to heat him up if they want to use him. And they Maybe. also love Darby Allen and I don't see Sting <laughs> losing any soon. I, so no Darby gets play.
0: Darby gets pinned a lot though. Darby gets pinned he, a he lot, does. but they also
1: love Darby, especially for pay per views. And Sting doesn't really lose when Dar or Darby doesn't lose with Sting, I should say. When they're together. Yeah. So I was gonna go the other way and say Mirror and Darby and Sting are the more obvious winners for this match.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that um there's just more you could do with House of Black staying strong, you know, getting Julia Hart involved and whatnot. Uh, like, you could you could have them win via shenanigans, and like Malachi pins Sting, and then uh, down the line you could do Sting versus Malachi, where Sting yeah. gets his revenge.
1: And I, Although,
0: St- Sting in a singles match might be... Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know how but, much Tony Khan does this, but there is power and they lose this match, but that allows them just to reset the board. Say, so, you know what? We lost to Darby. That rivalry with Darby and Birdie's over. Let's just start new, and we'll just start wrecking house after this loss, and just start from scratch. I think there's power in that too, but I don't know if Tony Khan does that a whole lot.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely you know it could go either way, and think and I as I recall, it's pretty split. Um Leaning a little more towards uh, Miro, Sting, and Darby, just because I think Sting definitely has the effect of making people think, "Oh, well, obviously Sting's gonna go over. He's the he's the legend. He's exactly. there to make all the children smile." Yeah. Like me, I'm a I I I love Sting. I'm a huge man child. I own it. I own that. <laughs> I was
1: never a big uh, person for Sting, other than AEW. AEW may realize like, oh, Sting's kind of cool. So that's yeah.
0: All right, so next we have um, Jade Cargill defending both the TBS Championship and her perfect record against the former Ember Moon, the Fallen goddess Athena Palmer.
1: Yeah. Do you want to say who you want to pick first? Because I have some thoughts. We go ahead. Well,
0: I, I think Jade's going over. I don't think Athena needs the title.
1: I'm... I wasn't, like, this is one of my mid-matches, I guess. I, uh, ever since, actually before Athena debuted, because I did something similar where back, like, last November, I was predicting that Thunder was the only one to take the belt away from Britt. And I did the same mm-hmm. thing before Athena debuted. She was the best person to take this belt from Jay Cargill. And now that this match is happening, I feel like that that's not what this is setting up.
0: No, not at all. See, here's the thing. When Jade finally loses, it needs to be a main event. I'm not saying she's ready to main event to pay-per-view. I'm yeah. saying, uh, on, like, on Dynamite, on TBS, it has to be the main event.
1: Yeah. It's just, yeah, for like six to eight months, I kept thinking Athena would be the one to finally take this, and now it just, it just feels like that's not happening, and... They mentioned her 36 no record on Rampage. It wasn't great. That was a good interview, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, yes.
0: Athena Athena, and Jade both cut very good promos. You know, this is definitely... Like, if Tony Khan has done any, anything right with women in AEW, it's Jade and every feud involving her. Right.
1: I think the one thing we learned is uh, Tony's really good at um, cramming for tests. Like mm-hmm. there's things like he does where it doesn't feel like things are evolving, but if there's like 10 days left before a pay-per-view, he will give you like the best, like promo content to set up a match that he possibly can. So he definitely did that with it. Match. It's a
0: shame that they don't, that they don't really do pay-per-view video packages, right. you know, because, because like WWE, they work with absolute or in the Vince era, they worked with absolute scraps. It's, it's, it remains to be seen if Hunter really changes that, and we start having really good promo segments again.
1: Yeah, we'll see. And um, yeah, but also they brought up thirty six no last night, but it mm-hmm. hasn't been that big of a deal like overall with her story right now. And I feel like once she does lose, like it's basically gonna be like an Undertaker level like mm-hmm. streak storyline, and that just isn't the case. So. I guess I have to go against my whole six-month plan and pick uh, Jay <laughs> to win this match, but I, don't
0: feel, okay. I feel sad about it. All right, next up, grudge match time. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry versus Christian Cage. Months ago, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus lost the tag titles in a ladder match, and Christian Cage turned on him and insulted Jack's mother <laughs> and just said terrible things about... Now, let's, Boy's let's, family we have to
1: be fair. We have to be objective. Did he say anything about the mom, or did he just say mean stuff to the mom? So I think that's an I, important distinction. I,
0: or it was like you made a mistake birthing Jack, or something like that. Yeah, and,
1: I yeah yeah, that's more semantics than anything because it's really insulting no, I, I, I no, Boy. but I think
0: I think he's insulted his his mom and his sister. I okay, like yeah. uh, okay, I like uh, here is the thing though. Uh, Christian has been very engaging, but this feud is not like, 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 I don't, it's not a feud to pay attention to. It's just a feud where it's just like, hey, hey, Christian. Ah, oh, man, you're so crazy, dude. But no one actually cares about
1: this. I, so what would you say the three most important matches on this pay per view are? Or three or four? Okay. Because I
0: would put um... that at number
1: three or number four see but the
0: thing is it's just I think people like when aew started jungle boy was one of their big like you know indie sides. like oh my god, like like th- this guy he could be really something someday yeah, and that someday is here and i'm not I'm not sold on it a lot of people aren't sold on it it
1: see so yeah, and that leads into I think do you know what the breakdown for this match is with the four competitors?
0: Oh, with um, oh, with our pick yeah, four way, yeah. So Pixel, Thanos, BTE, Droove. Um, who who are you asking about with this? Oh, um, the oh. majority have Christian winning this. Oh,
1: really? So I don't think I was yes. thinking the opposite. So I thought the majority opinion would be it's Jungle Boy. He's a future star, and he's finally getting this push. He, that that's he, what I'm going with. Win,
0: I. Yeah, I, I, I think that, they, that they're going to use this opportunity. Tony Khan in media meetings was stressing about how our roster will be more refreshed, you know, yeah. bigger, stronger than ever. And I think that starts by putting over a lot of young guys. Right. And having a lot of guys return. Uh, anyway.
1: Well, I was, so this was the second match of my list of three that I still aren't super sure mm-hmm. because it hit me last night when they were like doing the build and all that what's more important like who needs the one more and like on the surface it seems like it's obviously jungle boy needs us more but christian just started this heel turn and i feel like they want him to be not a main event player but they want him to have a presence on the show as his heel character and i feel like he actually might need this one more for specifically where they are right now in their careers and that's why I feel like Christian I, might be the answer for this match.
0: Here, here's the thing, though, and it showed because he was their manager for yeah. a year. Like Christian can always be a presence on TV because he can talk. You know, it, it doesn't like it doesn't matter about him as a wrestler because you know he's still a great talker. You know, he commands your attention. This is so,
1: this is more macro. I've never accepted a philosophy of he can talk his way out of a loss. I think NJF is the only person I've seen that work for. and there even came a point to that where that was kind of like getting overwhelming towards the end because they kept saying I that, would say they kept saying that for Bray Wyatt and they ruined his career because they kept thinking that he could talk his way out of those losses and he proved that he couldn't do that eventually. So I never find that.
0: Now obviously this was also due to a combination of winning a lot of titles, but Triple H I would say was the master of, you know, like talking your way out of a loss.
1: Yeah, but he also you mean like when Triple H lost, he talked his way out of it?
0: Yeah. That's also
1: because he won the match. He won the title back like three weeks later and then held it for nine straight months and killed the whole Monday Night Raw roster. Back in the day, so yeah. <laughs> a little calm A, a little calm B with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you don't think?
0: No, but go ahead. But, but, but yeah, I, I just think that I don't expect the Christian to really go on a singles run. I don't think that's what he was brought in for. I
1: could see him now that he's in this role. I could see him like be the dynamite challenger for a title once or twice with this heel character. So I disagree. But with do that. you
0: see do you see him as like TNT champion or
1: Maybe I mean it depends how they cuz I don't know what the TNT title is anymore cuz it's so different though. Yeah. With. Oh yeah. I don't and know, we'll get to that. I don't know what their TNT title philosophy is anymore to know like who they want to have it. So I think mm-hmm. if they I guess occasional AEW title challenger is on the same level as TNT champions. Mm-hmm. So I can see that depending on depending Yeah Yeah, on
0: yeah. Like a like a Lance Archer level or
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, actually on the show. Oh yeah. Um well before Rip. we move on, so do you don't think Luchasaurus plays into this? So I feel like every Oh yeah. I feel like everyone that picked Christian they're predicting that Luchasaurus. Like, Th- that's that's turns.
0: an interesting thing though, like because it was only for two weeks that it seemed like that Luchasaurus had sided with Christian, but then Jungle Boy comes back and Luchasaurus yeah. goes back to Jungle Boy. So mm-hmm. does Luchasaurus turn on Jungle Boy again well, to join up with
1: Christian again? Well, if you and if you look at the stuff like since Jungle Boy came back, they made sure to show that like, Luchasaurus never did anything. Where you couldn't explain Mm -hmm. it as, oh, he's been with Christian the whole time, but he was a double agent pretending to be with Jungle Boy. Like, if they showed to be that Luchasaurus turns against Jungle Boy, they could, like, retroactively explain he never was with Jungle Boy. And he didn't really Uh do anything to disprove that. That's why I'm still thinking that still might be the case.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some very nice 40 chess booking. (laughs) Exactly. But, um,
1: actually me (laughs) talking through this... Jungle Boy does have a future and if he loses, especially because of Luchasaurus, that gives him something to get Mm. eventually get his momentum back. And Christian winning will propel him to the level that I'm talking about as a potential. So as I'm So like if if we if we if
0: we were going by your plan, like Christian could you know, win via Luchasaurus, and then Jungle Boy goes on that ch- chase, and then Jungle Boy gets his win, but in a lights out, unsanctioned match. That, so that, that protects or, Christian.
1: Um, Luchasaurus get, No, I'm sorry. Jungle Boy. I get in my mind. His name's Lucha, but I still get mixed up with Jungle Boy sometimes. <laughs> Jungle Boy yeah. loses a Christian, and then he gets his win back from Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Like the real rivalry turns out to be. Yeah, either he gets his one back for Christian, but if you don't want to have that same robbery for six months, the robbery shifts to Luchasaurus and he gets his win. Back oh my God! Against I'm, Luchasaurus.
0: I, 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 I'm going, I'm going 5D here. Booking. Right, go ahead. It turns out, it turns out that Luchasaurus was playing both of them and that he's got a manager's license for both of them, so that he was collecting the winner's oh, purses from
1: both of them. I thought you were going to <laughs> a different direction. I have sixty chests. That they are all <laughs> commanded by the higher power. And the higher power is Marco Stunt. <laughs> Marco Stunt oh was god. behind all of this. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Right, you know what, that's my official <laughs> prediction. The winner of Christian versus Jungle Boy at All Out is Marco Stunt. That's my official prediction. Yes!
0: <laughs> Marco Stunt c- cashes in, it's like, Hey, I'm still Stein for one more match, Tony Khan. Put me in! <laughs> And if I win, you have to give me my job back.
1: There you go. We we solved it. We solved the puzzle. Yeah. Uh,
0: speak. Shout out to Markle Stunt, though. I saw the gif of what he did last night at the GCW show. Just got thrown right out of the ring into onto concrete ground.
1: Oh, okay. I, just, I love
0: you for that, boy. I just
1: saw him get his ass whooped by Slamovich a couple months ago. That's all I've seen him do lately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it seems like Marco is definitely right at home back in GCW.
1: I think we've learned from like different people in AE- like AEW just they want you to be you, and I think we've mm-hmm. learned that some acts are just in the acts, and that's fine. Yeah, but they just don't work on yeah. national television, and we just have to accept that.
0: Hmm. It it is what it is, but you know, keep keep going, Marco. I'll I'll pop for you whenever you you're around. <laughs> All right. Next we have another trios match. This one is definitely the most redundant, even if it has a special guest in it. We've got the Reformed Pinnacle, mm-hmm. Wardlow and FTR, versus some TNA legends, Jay Lethal, and the Motor City Machine
1: Guns. I'm uh I feel like people are low on this match, because it's, it's another trios. Yeah. I'm looking forward yeah, to this I mean- match though. The The problem
0: is is that Wardlow and FTR have been through a, a downtime. You know, Wardlow hasn't been able to elevate the TNT title. Yeah. And FTR are caught in this big, you know, CM Punk versus everyone feud. Yeah. So it's definitely, like, because, you know, for months... For months before, like, even Double or Nothing, people were like, oh, man, it's going to be FTR versus Young Bucks at All Out. I could feel it. Yeah. But then it just didn't happen.
1: I had so many, like, head burker plans of, like, a nine-month trajectory mm-hmm. with the AEW tag titles, and just none of them have happened. And they involved those two teams, and involved Santana Ortiz, and that's been thrown out the wayside. See, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just the tag team Division as a whole, I don't know what's going on. But uh, we can just focus on this match right now. Um I think this is obviously F T R and Wardlow. I mean they're they have what I 12 I, I, belts I am the only one going the to three?
0: bat for I would like to list some reasons for why I think Jay Lethal and Motor Machine Guns are going over.
1: Like actually you think but, they are gonna or they should? Yes, go
0: over? I I I believe that they are going over.
1: I would love to hear this. Please do.
0: Okay. All right. 1. They've got the giant with them, Satnam mm-hmm. Singh. Okay. Okay. He's he's bound to do some cr- You know he's gonna at least choke slam Wardlow. Okay.
1: Um
0: uh 2. Mhm. FTR have all the gold, and it. But it's because it's a tag match; they can afford to lose to some. Like, like FTR have three different tag team ch- titles: Triple ROH, and the IWGP tag team ch- titles. You don't think the Motor City Machine Guns can challenge for at least one of those? Oh, okay. Oh,
1: I, I was just your two points. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, or, I was, or you could have. I was gonna respond Or call.
0: you can, Go ahead. Or or you could just have um Satnam Singh, saying like slam, uh Wardlow and that will and that will give Jay Lethal the cowardly pin and so you do a Jay Lethal versus Wardlow and after that Wardlow says
1: Satnam Singh, I want you. Okay. <laughs> so that was a valiant effort. But if you see the three of them walk out on rampage with their fifteen title belts between the three of them hanging around their waist, there's no hesitation in my mind that there's the World Low and FTR are going to win that match.
0: Like, like you say that like presentation matters, but like this is going to be this is going to be a lot of people's pee break match. So they're sleeping on most of the
1: machine guns. That's their fault. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. The people but that I mean, are
1: down on this match are the ones that don't watch Impact. So, us two and KJ yeah, are the only three people that excited for this match. Um. Also. Yeah. No, I, I think it's going to be
0: a good one. It's definitely going to be a very good match. Yeah, oh, definitely. FTR and Motor City Machine Guns, Like they're, they're going to get the pe- place going crazy.
1: And also, you don't have to worry because if you don't think that after this show, they're going to bring back Mercen Machine Guns for, like, two more matches on Dynamite or Rampage, mm-hmm. you're crazy. And they, they'll probably just challenge FTR anyway on Rampage for the Ring of Honor tag titles, even if they lose, so I still see FTR winning, and uh, mm-hmm. they still get those tag title belts as a challenge, so...
0: This is just a tangent, completely unrelated to everything. Before we move on, I was watching Rampage last night at my parents' house, mm-hmm. and my mother, like, like saw on screen and like saw it, Alex Shelley, and she was like, "Is that man gay?" Wow.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So those are the types of things you have to like press on. Like, did you go like now? Why exactly do you think that? And then you like start taking notes to see those. No, no, but no,
0: I I know this. I know that this is a cop out. But we we have a lot of gay friends in this family. It's no. no she she just thought like the way that he was dressed in his hair made him think. Hmm. It's giving gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like 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 if my mom knew the phrase "it's giving," she'd probably say that a lot more. It's giving gay yeah. that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, this can, this one's gonna be a whopper. I, I'm 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 usually pretty low on multi-man ladder matches, but oh, <laughs> casino ladder match for a future AEW World Championship match. The ROH World Champion Claudio Castagnoli, his Blackpool Combat Club member Wheeler Yuta. Penta El Cerro Miedo versus Ray Phoenix versus Rouge versus Andrade El Idolo versus Dante Martin versus The Joker. Yes.
1: Wow. Um just overall are you I mean I guess you're It's hard to not be excited with these people in Ladder Match. But like are you excited for this match relative to other like pay-per-view Ladder matches? In this company? Um,
0: I, yeah, I, I I would say more more so because I'm usually low on multiband ladder matches. I have, for a while, I've thought that they need to be, z- z- like, they need to be phased out because you've done everything yeah. with them.
1: See, I'm kind of the opposite, where, like, I know, I love all seven of these known men, and, mm-hmm. but it's more just, like, there's been no story behind this match. It's just,
0: I think if... It was literally thrown together I think last if there week.
1: were less matches, I think it. but because it literally just happened, and there's 17 matches on this card, that is more... Mm. To me, it's just another match on the card.
0: Yeah. Well, I... We'll, we'll just have to see if it proves to be match of the night, but the more interesting matter is who's going to be the Joker. There are a lot of g- interesting guesses for who is going to be the Joker in this match, but... Eric, who do you
1: think? So yeah, a lot of these is more just like what the tea leaves saying. And mm-hmm. I saw Samoa Joe, and I like that. And I didn't see. It. If you want to tell me the other people later on, the, go ahead. Yeah,
0: there there are a few people who guessed Samoa Joe, but go on.
1: Because um, Samo I mean, in terms of like reports, Samoa is like the only name I really saw. So like, I mm-hmm. like that enough. And I don't know any other options, so I feel like it kind of has to be Samoa Joe in terms of like people we know. But with Tony Khan, mm-hmm. he could randomly just bring someone that we've like never even thought of, and that's why I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure because it might just be a New Japan person. Like, do we know anyone that's mm-hmm. coming from New Japan Strong on the tour? That could be in America. That be in this match <laughs> with New Japan? Oh my God! It's Clark Connors. <laughs> no, okay. I... <laughs> Someone that been uh, on Russell Kingdom that we can be on. Uh, you know what? Um, it would suck in terms of like star power. Okay, let's let me ask you this: Do you see anyone mm-hmm. winning this match other than the Joker? Like, is there I, there, no there were it is? there were a
0: few there were a few people who um had some interesting pick. Um, I see one for uh Dante Martin. God, no, uh, that's not happening. The, well, that was someone they—they they are known for just picking names. Okay, that they I, I, cool, I, I so.
1: there's not that many people <laughs> you don't know exactly what you're yep. talking about that, But go ahead.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, a couple of our uh, comrades selected Andrade. Okay, I can um,
1: kind of see that. There's like a five percent chance of that. If you want to go wild with it.
0: Um. Two. Um. I. I'll, I'll name him because he's in the title match. Be the elite. Has Claudio casting He's the
1: to me the most likely of all the known people. It has to me. Mm. It's either the Joker at like ninety five percent, Claudio mm-hmm. at like three percent, and everyone else combined two percent. To me, that's how. It yeah. Works
0: now. Yeah. But yes, most of us have the Joker. Um. So uh, let me let me tell you the splits on Joker. Okay. So there are a few who have Samoa Joe. A few who have MJF, and the op- that's an obvious that's another big like the one story being, is right? there. Yeah, but a lot of us, are, well, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, five of us have Adam Cole. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Because I feel like when Tony said that thing about we're gonna have like the most healthy roster. I feel like that was code mm-hmm. for Adam Cole's coming back, so that
0: is a good point. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Adam Cole fares, you know, in a post-Bobby uh, Fish, post- because Ky- well, Kyle O'Reilly just had neck fusion surgery, so yeah. he's definitely out for the rest of 2022, exactly. probably most of 2023, so... But, uh, like, RIP the Undisputed Elite. I hope you didn't buy a t-shirt for that stable.
1: No, no, that, that, that is... <laughs> I wasn't the biggest person on Bobby Fish, but then it said like... Because yeah. I also didn't watch Red Dragon, like, at ROH, mm-hmm. so I'm not, like, behind that tag team. But I know a lot of people love that team. So yeah, it did hit me. Once they can't mm-hmm. carry on with that trio's feud that they were going to set up for, like, a year now, then they actually can't mm-hmm. do anything with that. That didn't make me sad.
0: Yeah. But, um... But there are a few other, um... Let's just call them goofy picks. Like our person known for picking just names went with Fuego del Sol as a okay. as a lol, as a larv. Um one of us has Lance Archer coming back, which okay. would be would, which would be interesting. Yeah. And then another one which I can't tell if this is real or serious, Matt Cardona. <laughs> Matt Cardonier
1: is gonna be in the ladder, match. <laughs> Um, so my official philosophy, at least for this match, maybe for all matches like this is, if it's going to be someone already on the roster, like already someone under contract, it has to be a main eventer that's going to win the match. So to me, that eliminates the obvious ones you said, but also Lance Archer, because Lance Archer is already under contract, so he's not going to come in and win this match. I mean, Mm -hmm. unless did you i was going to talk to you about later did you watch much of the g1 no not really so i i watched all of it he had a good performance so i guess you're slowly talking me in the concept of if they liked what he did at g1 so they actually want to use him at least for a couple months maybe but i see that unlikely so in terms unless you're confident that he's gonna come in and win this match and challenge for the title I don't see that. That's why Joe and Adam Cole were the two best options under that. I don't personally like MJF as an option for this, because...
0: Yeah, I, I feel like MJF, if he comes out, it's at the very end of the show. Yeah, and he's not to gonna, confront Punk.
1: And he's not gonna come back to get beat up in a multi-person ladder match, either. Like, yeah. Like, that's not how this character works.
0: No, not at all.
1: Um... My off-the-wall is just to have fun with it, because you said Lance Archer reminded me. Let's get uh, Tom Waller here. Let's take off the DC uh-huh. Dukes and slam people. That so would that'd be pretty fun. So that's when I was... How playing.
0: was he in the G1, I must ask? He was
1: fun. Um, He went... was like 3-3, three and three, and I've actually never seen Tom Waller match. Like, I've heard about his gimmick and all that, and I heard mm-hmm. him talk on, with Alvarez, but I've never watched any of his matches, and... I'm assuming that if you've seen uh, lower matches, then that's exactly what you expect with him. And he put on a good mm-hmm. performance. He had, like, everyone in the history of Mankind, he had a really good match with Okada. Yeah, and, um, exactly. He had some fun, because it was confusing, because Jeff Cobb and Jonah. Jonah was probably the standout of the whole tournament, by the way. we mm. can, If we want to talk about... I can talk about G1 at the end of the show if we want to space it out, but I'll say... Jonah was probably the stand of the whole tournament, and I am confused because he and Cobb were in the same bracket, so I'm trying to remember. Yeah, F Lawler, but but he an okay but, match and and, and people
0: match. and and if people are confused, Jonah was known in NXT as Bronson Reed, yes, and it's and it's been reported that Triple H is interested in bringing him back, so. And it was if he had a great performance at G One,
1: exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, he had some good matches in there. Lance Archer was in that bracket too, so he had a couple like okay <laughs> matches with the big men, but the other half was like really good. And you know, he had he had yeah. fun with it. But um, yeah, look, I'll have the off the wall Tom Wolver New Japan prediction, but my real prediction that will be Samoa Joe just process elimination and he'll win it, and then uh, Claude is the only person I can see it of the known participants
0: yeah well moving on to another title match we have the defending champion swerve in our glory mm-hmm. versus the acclaimed Um, this one yeah this is not the world tag title match that we thought we were gonna have months ago at all out but it is what it is and I like both teams and I'm willing to see what they can do with each other
1: exactly Um, I like both teams I think acclaimed are great. I love them, just like everyone else. Oh yes. Um, how much? So, I just feel like AEW overall has just dropped the ball. Is a strong word in terms of like their tag team division, but it's currently yeah, not because- living up to what it should be at this point. They're,
0: like it started like it. It was only a small window, but it was like the best tag team. Like, maybe in wrestling history, and yeah, now it's it's definitely dipped off, but you could pro- ch- chalk that up to injuries or yeah. maybe backstage it's, politics. But,
1: yeah, but it shouldn't be injuries because I really, like, when it's all said and done, I just really want to know what this FTR situation is because I yeah. really just want them to have it. They're clearly the best team in the whole company, if not all of professional wrestling. So just mm-hmm. give them the belt so their actual tag team division has the best tag team uh, representing it. And then they can go against Swerve and their glory if they wanted to. Or, or I would. So my plans, I think, for All-All originally, FTR were still heels. And this would be like mm. the big crowning moment with Santana Ortiz. But I think FTR mm. got popular... Like, they weren't yeah. expecting them to get so popular, what, four months ago when they did? So they had a oh, yeah. baby face. And then, I guess the injuries, like you said, that that's true. The Santana injury, I feel like did hurt that. But they really should have yeah. had a tag title match by now and should have But But in
0: regards to FTR, I don't know we talked about this. Did you? or, were, Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I was sick that night. But uh, Death Before Dishonor, oh, yeah. the rematch with the Briscoes. What did you think of that?
1: Um... I mean, you know, the first match was one of the best. Yeah, matches I, 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 prefer. Yeah, I preferred the first match. A I lot mean, of people seem to. It was different. Prefer the, the second one. The second one was different, but it's equal to me. Like, yeah. I don't think it's better or worse. It was just a different match. It was still really, really good. And I think people
0: I, would I, say I, it's- I would I. For for me, I would say it's because um, because the first one I had the pleasure of watching with you. That's true. I remember Aww, it more fondly. You. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, because wrestling is a social experience yeah. for me. That, you know, and that I, was the I've, first
1: one too. Like the second one had the mm-hmm. the service of having to follow up another match that's already happened too.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on to a grudge match. We have Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um probably in the mid-tier of importance, but I I, I actually no. This is to me, this is more important than the Jungle Boy Christian Cage one okay. because Ricky Starks is ready now for that main event run. Yeah. And I I'd say he gets a good victory over Powerhouse Hobbs and we move from there.
1: Alright. Uh two things, because I never actually said it. I'm picking Keith Lee, not uh, to win the match, by the way. So, so that can oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, a few a few
0: people actually have the acclaimed, but that's because I think they're really into the whole scissor me daddy gimmick. I like the with acclaimed, Billy but Gunn. their level
1: is challenging for the titles, but not winning it. At least right now. That's Yeah, yeah. Like right um, okay, so going yeah, back to the- this match, um, you said you're picking Ricky Starks. Yes. See I like Ricky starts a lot. Like, he's one of my favorite people in AEW. And mm-hmm. I really want him to win to move up to the next level. But I'm not saying I want to pick Powerhouse, but damn, it's really hard to pick against Powerhouse odds right now.
0: But, uh, to, to pick against the monster, yeah. He has
1: all the momentum and all the heat right now. And this was mm-hmm. my third of three matches. Actually, yeah. Where, like, I legitimately don't know specifically what Tony Connor wants to do with this match. Because they're both basically at the same exact level right now. So whoever wins mm-hmm. this match is his way of saying okay, this is the one of the two that I want to push right now. And I, think, and, and
0: I feel... I, I just feel like he, he'd be wrong to not push Starks.
1: And I think we both want Starks to be the answer, like you just said. But I'm more open to let... Pa- while Hobbs has momentum right the second, push him now mm-hmm. and then Stark can get it like in three months from now, but I'll still pick Starch just because I personally like him more. But I really mm-hmm. don't feel good about that, and it's literally a fifty-fifty call for me right now.
0: Yeah, there the, the majority are picking Ricky Starks, but a few of us do have Hobbs going over. Yeah, so we will see. All right, we have the culmination of the tournament final for the AEW World Trios Championship. At last, at last, they give us these belts. Yes. And the tournament's been pretty good. Um, The final, definitely not what we expected. It's the elite of the returning Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Dark Order's Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Hangman Adam Page. Finally, Kenny, and Hangman get in the ring together after last November's epic full-year main event.
1: Now, when you said it's not what you're expecting, you mean mm-hmm. the fact that Adam Page is in this match? Or
0: you weren't the, expecting yeah, that, that a- Well, yeah. The, all, like, both. That Adam Page was a late you know replacement. Yeah. And that the Dark Order involved it all. Um, certainly, certainly not before the brackets were oh, okay. ever revealed. Yeah, because once the brackets
1: were revealed, I thought this was the obvious... Way they were going with Oh. Own.
0: Well, when the brackets were revealed, I thought that they were going to go in the direction of Elite versus House of Black.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, um, yeah, th- they've been pretty much going for us because once the bracket was revealed, and the because I think it was the same episode that the Young Bucks went to Hangman to ask him to be his partner, mm-hmm. and he turned it down. And then during that same, I was like, oh, Hangman's going to be at the sideline. For Dark Order And Young Bucks are clearly going to bring in Young Bucks So it's going to be those two teams With Heyman looking Or watching from ringside As they fight the finals So mm-hmm. that's what they've done so far But then I am surprised yeah, the actual advantages in the match Which helps with the style yeah, as well Yeah
0: that's what's weird about this match Is that you would think that the um, That the that Hangman and Kenny facing off again would be seen as bigger deal. But no, because it's on two days notice and it's in a trios match instead of, you know, that mono in mono.
1: Yeah, I don't mind it as much being a trios. I will agree that the adding of Adam Page to the match felt kind of anti as it just
0: happened. Like, so late in the game. If yeah. it had started out in... If the tournament had started out with him in it, if and, it, and then you could have built on, like, weeks of anticipation. Yeah, if they did
1: something similar the way they did with the first tag title tournament with um, SCU, if you remember how they did that. It was mm-hmm. that kind of storyline for those OG Dynamite fans in here. Um, if mm-hmm. they did something like that, I don't mind it being a tree situation, because you can kind of, like, slow burn. Because, uh slurber in that story of the reunion and all that. But, um. Oh, yeah. I think this is clearly. Like, I'm surprised this is the second most hyped match of the whole pay per view card for me. Mm-hmm. Other than the main event, because you have the returning Kenny with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And then now that Adam Page is in this match, because at first I was worried, like, it's kind of lame that you have Kenny and the Young Bucks winning these tag titles, but they're just beating, you know, 10 and. Seven and eight, mm-hmm. or however the numbers are for the Dark Order, but um, yeah, this will be a great match. The Beaver Boys are clearly five and six on this list of most important people in the match, but they do. Ju- <laughs> oh, but but they do just the, enough. The, the, John Silver
0: is on. a great hot tag. Yeah, you know
1: he'll do his like locomotive train run around the ring spot, and the Young Bucks will do great at selling that halfway through the match. Mm-hmm uh i do i i like those two but they kind of get they have a little too much comedy for me but they do have the greatest double team move of all time with their combo mm-hmm. finisher so um they do They will provide great action for the other four that will be the clear stars of the match and i agree i'm sure that they will do the hardest they all can to make this match in the night because they'll this is mm-hmm. the six personalities that will like make sure that happens then obviously I think Kenny and Gunbucks are gonna this match.
0: Yeah, I I think it was I think that that their crowning is such a formality, I did not put it on the form. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe we can so, this can be the tiebreaker if you want to do that or something like that. This and the uh, pre show mm-hmm. maybe could be tiebreaker I, matches. See,
0: but I I I don't think it would be a good tiebreaker because yeah, it's just it's it's just one of those things where nope, nope, it's it, it goes without saying, yeah. but what cannot go without saying is this main event. Oh, where to start with this, where to start with John Moxley, the undisputed AEW world champion against CM Punk. You start. Cause I don't know where. Oh,
1: to. I was going to, okay. I'll start because I was going to ask you questions to start. So, okay. Oh, let me ask you this. I'll start by asking you a question. Um, before Dynamite, so, before the Moxley and the later Punk promos, what was your prediction for who was going to fight Moxley for the title? And there's a fault up i am forgetting. So, was it CM Punk was your prediction the whole time? Yeah, because punk. I... What? No, so it was Punk even before that Yes, show. it was. Yes. And then how did you feel... Before Dynamite, how did you feel about Punk being your prediction to be the title match going into the pay-per-view? Oh, because of Punk's promo this past week? Basically, yeah, like how did were you excited that we were gonna see Punk again? And the third question I was asking was how much much did the promo change your opinion on it?
0: A lot of people are okay, a lot of people are soured on this match because it's like we already saw it even mm-hmm. though we didn't really it was yeah. a it was an angle you know it wasn't an actual match uh really i'm just i'm just intrigued more than i am hyped so yeah, yeah i definitely would say that my enthusiasm has gone down because they're because they they're throwing a bunch of angles into it instead of just you know you so know t- two guys battling on the mic for weeks and then meeting in a match. But, obviously, there's some real life that has bled in. Apparently, um, Punk and Moxley weren't seeing eye to eye. And so, there seems to have been a compromise with this, you know, is
1: it real, is it fake kind of stuff. So, um, I didn't think it was Punk. Like, I had no idea who it was going to be. But I think I was with a lot of people. Mox, I was surprised that they did Moxley Punk what two three weeks ago it's like really because mm-hmm. i was so excited when punk originally came out i was like oh wow mm-hmm. they're we're gonna have this match on the pay-per-view this is gonna be great to unify the titles and then they immediately schedule it for dynamite i was really confused by that booking so when mm-hmm. moxley clearly won and punk's like cleared out of the picture like i had no idea what they were gonna do for the pay-per-view and then i mm-hmm. saw this these two angles on dynamite and before, like, let's take away like the context of like what it meant for the pay per view and like all everything around it. What did you think just in the vacuum of the pump promo?
0: It was a weird promo because it started out with a fan heckling Colt Cabana at oh, him. Okay,
1: well that was clearly just like yeah, one thing. So if you want to take out that one moment, that made oh. it a little awkward. Oh, and minutes. then
0: and then the promo itself. Yeah, it was definitely uncharacteristic of punk, you know? Obviously, he loves Chicago, but, like, the whole, we are one! One voice! It was, it was a
1: bit too corny for my taste. Well, if you remember last year we was talking to Darby, he was like, we're street toughs out here. This is Chicago. You wanna fight me in Chicago? So he's already done I that. Don't, I,
0: I don't the know. That, that that There was just such an air of good feelings in that building that I feel like he could have said anything. Whereas now, the paradigm has shifted a bit.
1: Ha! <laughs> You mean, oh yeah, I, you? yeah I, that no, that yeah. wasn't even that was not
0: that was not even intentional. I I swear to sure, God.
1: Sure wasn't. All right, so I'll no, say I, I, God, right, I believe you. Um, of course, the boxing okay. stuff was great, but like he's been great all year, definitely all summer, maybe all year. With like his normal mm-hmm. is a ten now in terms of promo. So yes. that was his normal nine point five average rating for promo. And then Punk did this because I came from the. Uh, perspective of. I don't know who's going to challenge him because they just did the Punk thing and to me, where if they do it again? Why would they do Punk again after have that match? And mm-hmm. then Punk cut this promo with okay, I also want to say for the people that are like, oh, AEW caters to people who know too much and it's an inside club. I had no earthly idea who what's his name was. What's his name? Because Ace Steel. I had, A- zero but but that's why. But that's why. That's people. why.
0: He, that's why he got went on the mic and said, "Hi, I'm Ace Steel. I trained CM Punk."
1: Exactly the same thing with the, his theme song back in March. They literally said, <laughs> "By the way, in case you're confused, this is who this person is, or that's why he's playing this song." And you know what? I got it immediately, and I knew the context immediately, and I knew nothing beforehand. And I was still able to get the story all right that came mm-hmm. it over so going to this promo i thought this we keep talking about promos and dynamite and how great they are this might have been my favorite promo segment in dynamite history when this happened i'm a very emotion and character person in terms of like mm-hmm. storytelling and punk has nailed the misty-eyed not underdog old man, I, but like I, fighting I, the sen- from the like bottom. Like sentimentality. Yeah, the sentimentality, fighting from the bottom old man character. And this yeah, is I probably say- my favorite I- promo that AEW's done yet. Wow, wow. So um, I was a person who went like, clear- I, I told myself, it clearly can't be CM Punk because we just did it. So how can you possibly set this up to do it again and make people care? And by the end of this, not only did I accept that, oh, this match is fine, let's do it now, I got heights equally as if this were the first match that happened, because it's not the same exact match where if it was the original merge uh, two title merges, but the story mm-hmm. took it to a different track. To my uh-huh. mind, if it's not equal, it's only negligibly worse than the original match, mm. to where... I think this story- yeah i'm
0: i'm still I'm still interested in this match it's not like it's I'm not like other people who are like,
1: nah, this is boring. I already
0: saw it, yeah, you know, so i but, think, but i i also think people it's just
1: complaining. it's go ahead
0: i i it it's more it's more like that scene in Rick and Morty where the brain damaged Rick is like, okay, but it's not what I wanted, yeah, so that, that's my attitude I
1: think there's so much to that it's also i think this. Promo will be later studied as the the perfect antith- not antith- the encapsulation of Tony Khan's philosophy. Is that he took he mm. could have just made your standard like New Japan UFC fight main event of these two behemoths are going at it, and instead I think he's a little like me. He wants a little romanticism. He's got a little romanticism mm. in his heart. He wanted to put a little extra. Pathos into a storytelling, so hmm. I think there might be some con- not controversy, um, con- uh, controversy, conspiracy. That's the word. There conspiracy. Might, there might be some conspiracy with their first title match, but I think it's more of like, yeah, um, a compromise where it's
0: yeah. I, I I really think it's like um, like that there was a debate about who was gonna go over. Yeah. And so Moxley offered, "Hey, how about I beat you in this angle like really quick in yeah. Ohio? I'll return the favor in Chicago
1: because I don't think anyone expected Moxley to be this good. Everyone yeah. when the it, it, everyone it, it, complained about the interim title because I think instinctively people think that interim is literally just placeholder. So it's like, why mm-hmm. do I need to care about this placeholder champion? Well, I mean, it yeah. is literally. Yeah. In but, terms like, of
0: what the word intermittent
1: But in terms <laughs> of prestige, it's like people don't care, don't have the same prestige of its being a placeholder. So it's like, we mm-hmm. don't care about Motsley; He's just a placeholder champion. So why do we want to care about him being a top star when he's literally, like literally by the definition of the word that you said, he's literally just a placeholder. So why care about him? And he proved all of us wrong about that to the point where now once that first match happened there's people like guys he did too much we can't just have him lose just because cm punk's back like we have to give him something here
0: and yeah. i think
1: that's when the compromise came in of how about we have him we create a story so that we make his title legitimate both literally in the record books and, and, and in make the eyes of the Mo- Moxley, make Moxley
0: seem like a bigger monster, a bigger threat.
1: Yeah, like we you know? actually so- give him the title, like for real, for real. And then mm-hmm. we'll we'll use the power of Punk in his pr- promos and storytelling to sell that we can do this match again. And I think that's more in line with what actually happened, as opposed to the conspiracy theories of they hate each other in the back. And they, like, have to cut the baby in half and give them each a win type of thing. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, my God. Uh, so I think it's uh, more so- of like, Moxley, we got to give you a title run. We'll let you get a win your home state. And then we'll sell it off of Punk's hurt. And we'll create the underdog other baby face. Well, he'll win mm-hmm. Chicago. Spoiler, he's going to win this match. CM Punk is Yes,
0: only two people have John Moxley retaining. Okay. Neither are in the title
1: match, so... Okay, yeah, I, I see a lot of, like... People are saying, Moxley better win, or... Oh, I think oh, yeah, Moxley's gonna win on the internet, and I just don't get those mm-hmm. people, because Moxley clearly... Hi, folks,
0: Jake here. This episode doesn't have much of a conclusion, because we ran into audio issues, so it made the last eight minutes or so unusable. Instead, I'd just like to say that... We hope to see you all at the meetup place, the name and address of which is...